if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another week. Thank you for joining into the pod. I am just still on cloud nine. So this last weekend was the first pageant that I competed in, and it was an amazing experience. Nope, did not get a crown, but I won so much still during the weekend. You know, confidence was amazing. And I just was so proud of everything I did. I literally left like everything I had in myself out there. And I wouldn't have changed anything thinking back to what I did. You know, there's always room for improvement, right? Like I'm thinking for future because, yes, I have another pageant already in my mind on the horizon coming up. But I did the best that I absolutely could last weekend. But before I get into all of what the pageant was like, I'm going to get talk about a little bit of the lead up to the pageant and everything that happened, you know, getting into San Antonio and just the days before. So I pretty much tried to like hide myself in my house leading up to the pageant because I was so like thinking about getting sick. It's like what flu season, there's COVID going around still, there's strep that I've heard of. So I basically eliminated as much as I could in terms of leaving the house just to be ready to go. And I'm glad I did um, because thankfully I did not get anything prior to going there. But that was a huge like thing I needed to do just to like relieve stress. Um, But I also just spent time running over my speech like literally every day, probably in the month of January, I went through my walks and my shoes. I went through, um, you know, the opening number dance. Once we had that, I practiced my speech over and over and over again. So by the time, you know, it was time I was ready. So I had been practicing so much that it just felt like second nature to me, which was exactly what I was wanting. It's kind of weird because, you know, still if people here for the first time, like, I prepped for this thing for, you know, close to two years. They're like, really? Wow, that's a long time. But I wanted to feel the way I felt at this time. Like going into the month of January, I was ready. Like I I felt confident. I felt like I knew what I was supposed to do. The only like part I didn't understand was actually how the day was going to run because I had never, you know, actually been in one before. Like I can talk about it with people or ask questions or kind of like, know the flow but until you're in it and go through the day of like you really don't have an idea so for somebody who's type a and really wants to plan things that was like the one thing that I couldn't you know figure out in advance but otherwise I was at a point where sure I still was you know getting the general and rush and I was like all of that but I wasn't overly nervous like feeling unprepared I felt like I I was preparing the way I wanted to, like when I started the journey, what I pictured myself feeling like and being like is what actually came to life. And that was so good for me because I didn't want to be stressing out about, you know, things that were within my control. 
I didn't want to have to worry about like, oh my gosh, should I think about this? Did I practice this? I wish I would have practiced one more time, you know, because we can almost say, I wish I would have. And so I was like, you need to eliminate that. You need to just do it every single day because that way you can't say, I wish I would have practiced one more time because I was doing the work. Also leading up to the pageant, you know, it was just talking to a lot of people about it coming up and them getting really excited. And sometimes, you know, they were like, are your dresses in yet? Did this happen yet? And I just had to take a deep breath and say, like, I'm cool. Like, if the dresses don't show up for whatever reason, like, they get lost in the mail, like, I can always go buy something. Like, I was keeping myself really cool, calm, and collected because I knew when I actually got to San Antonio, it was going to set in that it was really real and it was really happening. But I didn't want to get all amped up or too excited you know, leading up to it um, because I wanted to be able to control my emotions and really just stay focused the whole way through, you know, because emotions can do a lot. If you're like overly excited about something or overly anxious, you know, they can take over. And that's when like you might trip or your voice shudders or all these different reactions can happen. And I just was like, it was weird. I'm usually somebody who does get amped up like that. And I you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, it has to go perfect. But for whatever reason, for this scenario, I was able to keep myself just well, calm and collected. I was able to really take a deep breath and be like, no, you've got this. You've already thought this through. You know, I had lists and lists and lists of what I need to take, when I'm going to need it, you know, where I should pack it, you know, all these things to make my life simpler. So, Going to the pageant, I packed a lot of stuff. And usually for trips I do, I have like a packing list that I go through. So that way I don't mentally have to think about like what I need to pack. It's already all down visually so I can delete it as I do it. I'm a big on, you know, checklists and checking things off. So for this, I had a super large suitcase with, you know, all the clothes I needed. And I wanted outfits leading up like the earlier days that I'd be at the hotel in case I saw anyone. And then, you know, day after. So I had all that kind of stuff. Plus I had all the gear that I actually needed for the day of, which was quite a lot. So I had five pairs of shoes with me. Um, I had, you know, the evening gown ones, which were also interview. I had opening number shoes. I had the USA fashion wear shoes. Um, and I had backup, you know, extra shoes in case any of my pairs broke. Like I basically, I felt like I took a big chunk of my closet with me, all the in case or, and then I had all the jewelry. So I had some pretty fun jewelry um, that I needed to wear at the different times with the different outfits. So that collection came with me. And then I had the bag that I was calling my MacGyver bag. So I had this bag packed full of like band-aids super glue, um, scissors, sewing kit, snacks. Uh, what else did I have in there? I had shoe liners. I had, I'm trying to think, there was so much stuff just shoved into this bag. But um, oh yeah, I had like different types of sticky stuff in case I needed to tape a dress on me or anything. Like I thought through basically everything and like with the assistance of my coach, she kind of guided me through to like what are extra things that I might need that day. But I literally had anything I needed and I had stuff other people needed too. So it was amazing because 
between all of us in that room, in the prep room, I think we could have like solved any issue that came because everybody had these bags just full of all these random items. Oh yeah, I had like 500 earring backs. I had backup bobby pins. I mean, I had like anything that somebody needed, which was great. Luckily, I didn't need to rely on anything. I only lent, you know, let somebody borrow something. Um, but luckily all my stuff worked that day. However, I will say a pair of my shoes broke on stage, like did not show it that it was happening. I felt it happening, but, you know, I waited till I was off stage. But yeah, literally the soles of my shoes split, which was kind of sad because they were a special pair of shoes to me. It was my anniversary shoes um, for my 10 year when my husband and I did a vow renewal back in Vegas. And so those shoes were seven years old. So that's one thing. And also they had been up and down the Vegas Strip literally all day the day that we did our valve renewal. So they got many miles on them that day. Um, and so I'm not totally surprised that that happened. I'm glad that they got one last like amazing use out of them. Um, but yeah, I did leave those in the hotel room, which was kind of sad just to like leave them there. But they were not fixable. Like not only did the sole break, but the bottom part of the um you know cushion and stuff that's under your foot that also you know took a rip as well so they were just ready to be done but I had all that stuff and then I had another bag that was like literally to carry shoes and I had towels and I mean I just basically moved into the hotel room um let's see here though so prep was great I wanted to just talk about like you know when we're prepping for something, you've got to do what's right for you. So for me, that was the two-year process. And while I got some flack for it, or people just didn't understand, like I said, like you need to be in the right headspace. And for me, in order to be in the right headspace, I needed to prep and get myself in place and just feeling 100% confident about where I am so I could perform the way I wanted to on stage because there were times, you know, like where when I was doing Toastmasters a lot where, you know, my voice might have cracked or like wavered in the beginning of a speech um, due to nerves. And I always chalk that up to I just didn't give it the full effort I should have leading up to it. Like, even though I knew the speech, like I really should have known the speech to where I didn't have to get nervous right before I gave it. And so, like, I know that about myself if I didn't put in the full effort, like, it would have shown visually something would have happened to where you would see, okay, there was a nervous tick that just went through. And so, you know, that's why I went through all of that. The week leading up to the pageant, I had one last practice with my coach. It was virtual and it was amazing because the dresses came in and it's the first time like I put them on and she saw them and it was like, wow. The dresses are absolutely stunning. Masha, my designer, is an amazing designer. I will tag her in the post if you ever are looking for a custom dress. I mean, she nailed it. Like I said a couple you know, episodes ago or a few episodes ago, when I saw the dresses in the shell form when I was doing the fitting, like I could tell they were going to be amazing, even though it was literally like a shell of a dress and not even like the sleeve wasn't attached, all that stuff. But I got the idea, but seeing them, they far exceeded my expectations of what I, 
even pictured in my head then, even though I'd seen the drawing, I saw the materials, I saw how it was all going to be put together, but getting the final pieces, it was like amazing and they fit perfectly. I mean, it's amazing to me how talented her and her team are with putting that together and just, I don't know, she captured my personality in the dresses. Um, They made, like I said, adjustments day of when we were doing the fittings. And so the dresses obviously were made for me, but they look like they were made for me. And you could just tell that they fit who I was because during the day on the stage, I looked like me still, which was great, even with all the makeup and hair. So it was so amazing. And the dresses though, oh my gosh, they were coming in. And of course they were coming FedEx, which was great. But when you live in an apartment, sometimes when you require a signature, the FedEx team doesn't always make it quite to your door. So they, I got, I've like stayed home. I was watching probably the updates on that tracker. Like every 30 minutes I was updating it because the dresses were supposed to be there before noon. And so I was just watching and watching and updating. And it was getting pretty close to noon. It was like 1130-ish. And I hit the update and it said, attempted delivery, unable to deliver the dresses. And I was like, okay, that doesn't make sense. The office is open. They could have gotten into the building. There was no sticker on my door saying like, we missed you. And so I have no idea if they just didn't try. I have no clue what happened, but it was a little bit of a like, oh my gosh, where are the dresses? So of course, as soon as I see that the delivery attempt was like a minute or two before I actually like refreshed it. I literally sprinted down all the stairs, ran out to the street to see if I could see the truck. And no, I didn't see it. So I'm really confused with how that all worked that day. But luckily, I was able to go later that afternoon to the distribution center and go pick them up, which was well worth the drive and to do that just to have them. So it was absolutely amazing. And when I opened the box and saw them, it was like so exciting just so exciting. And so at that practice, you know, my coach and I, we ran through everything and like, it was the first time I had ever heard her say, I'm good with your walk. Like we're, I'm good. I have no changes right now. And it was like, wow. Like I actually got to a point where, you know, there were no more edits. Like we were good for what I was going to do. So that was just a good confidence boost and just a good thing to reassure that like all the work I had been doing was paying off so that was a really good way to kick that off and then I just kept practicing after that and all of a sudden it was like time to go I went and my dad was flying into San Antonio so I ended up leaving my house to drive directly to the San Antonio airport to pick him up which is crazy like we got both got there at like the exact same time he was flying, you know, from the West Coast and I was driving in from like a four hour drive and somehow we both made it there at the same time, which was wonderful. I picked him up and we just had a really good time just hanging out. Um, You know, the first day was a little low key because he flew and I drove. So we just caught up on a lot of stuff. The next day we went out in San Antonio to like the Riverwalk, met up with family member and had lunch and so it was just a fun like relaxing day before the pageant meanwhile my sister-in-law flew into you know Dallas area and then her and my husband came down on 
Friday the day before the pageant. So we all like had dinner together. Um, but it was just a nice, relaxing way to start off like such an exciting day. And it was really cool to have family members who like flew in to come support me because it just made me realize like they're seeing what I'm seeing or like they understand how invested I am in this and that they made it a priority in their life to, you know, take time away from other things to come fly in and see me. It was just so cool. And my husband, it was really cool to have him there because he obviously had to watch all those practices or at least hear me giving the speech because um, I would literally do the speech on repeat. Like I would just keep hitting 90 seconds and then like do it and then hit 90 seconds and do it again. And so he, you know, saw a lot, but it was so cool to have him just come down and support me. And he was like a really good stable force and all that that weekend. And he's like, no, you've got this. I've seen you do these things already. Like you've got this. So it was just a really nice group of people to have there um, because they all provided support in a different way. And it was fun to like know that they were going to see me like doing this exciting thing that I'd been planning on for so, so long. So Friday, you know, went to the river walk and all that. And then I was trying to go to bed earlier because my wake up time on Saturday was at like 3.45 a.m. So hair and makeup was at five sharp and I needed to be up completely ready other than hair and makeup and have, you know, things mapped out and planned for the day. And so I needed to make sure I got up early and I was down there on time. So the day started at 3.45, which was just so early in the morning. Um, but it was all worth it because once they started doing my hair and makeup, the music was going, the energy was really great. I met one of the other contestants at that time and, you know, it was fun to get everything done. Like the makeup team was so ex amazing. They were just so nice and like totally got the vision I was going for and, you know, help amped it up and like make it more so it still looked like me and all that, but just a very glammed version of me. Uh, which was really cool. If you want to see pictures and you haven't yet, they're all on my social media at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones on Instagram. Um, but it was just really cool to go through that experience of having them do it because I had been envisioning this look for such a long time and to see it coming to life was nice. It was nice to like see myself transform into this person that was going to be on the stage. So makeup lasted about an hour, which was, you know, what was expected. And then I got like a little bit of a break and I, I literally climbed like back into my bed in the hotel room and sat up straight because my hair was all whirled. And so I couldn't like lay back and I literally closed my eyes on and off because I was so tired from getting up so early and it was, you know, already six o'clock. So I'd already been up for over two hours. And so I was like sitting there and then I'd like look at my schedule and then I'd practice some interview questions and I was like going through this little phase of don't fall asleep because you need to be awake and practicing but also get some shut eye because you are so tired and you need energy so I was totally doing that and then luckily my father or my husband and sister-in-law brought me coffee which was a lifesaver because I was I, I don't know I was losing my energy just sitting in my hotel room but they brought coffee and then it was like, okay, here we go. So we discussed all things pageant. 
And there is just so much more to hear. So we're going to take a pause this week. We'll tune in next week for part two of this pageant experience. 